0: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends.
1: Just a couple of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo and Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some. birds with friends The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some. Bo and Shield party. Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings You can't
2: live up to expectations, so just do your (laughs) best. That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors (laughs) (laughs) Just go with what you saw today, change your opinion daily Yeah,
1: I'm all about that for sure You'll
2: be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right No one will remember, no one's listening
1: Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Birds with Friends From the NovaCare Complex, the media trailer Zach Berman and Beowulf joined today by a special guest, national reporter, noted curmudgeon, Sheila
2: I heard what you said yesterday. This is going to be unbearable, so my job is to make that uh, statement come true, and I look forward to doing that.
1: What's going to be unbearable?
2: You said my, uh, my presence here will be unbearable.
1: Now, I do need to note <laughs> that um, for the listeners, just so you know who cares about you, I am holding my mic close to my face, but we only have two mics today, and instead of deciding to pass it back and forth between the two of them so you have a better listening experience, Sheil and Zach have decided to uh, put themselves first and stand a little bit further back and just, uh, you know, get the, uh, you, you may have a little bit of an echo.
0: I'm trying to get Sheil to rub off on me, so the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I want some of that national reporter ability.
1: Oh how sickening, how sickening the scene during practice today is. Like everybody's coming through to kiss the brass ring and be like, oh, Sheil, congratulations.
2: First of all, you continue to be a fraud. <laughs> you, you did not mention that you and Zach could have shared the mics, you know? You not tour we're on we're the sitting. beat every day. Not the big national sitting. reporter comes in. He should be getting his own mic. You think Adam Schefter goes somewhere and he's got, he's got to share mics with somebody? I don't think so.
1: Well, that's probably true. Uh, okay, so coming up on the show today, we will have a little quactus report, uh, how things looked through the eyes of a national reporter. And uh, then we'll, we will start our around the horn Bill. We're going to go through the three teams in the NFC South who the Eagles do not play this year. so the Saints, the Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to get to uh, Zach, you told a little bit of a story. We don't have to give away the story because we don't know when it's going to go yet. But I do want to hear about the uh, the domestic situation this morning, as you found out that a story you were working on was published similarly somewhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I really love sharing personal stuff, <laughs> as, as you guys know, and this, this especially
2: podcast, ones that are described as domestic situations. <laughs> yeah,
0: this this podcast experience has been has been wonderful for my marriage and for fatherhood. <laughs> Uh, so I have a story I've, I've, I've been working on and, uh, I'm excited to put it out these next few days and it just so happened that, uh, someone else on the beat did a very good job and is, uh, did the similar story yep. and when I first saw it this morning, uh, my reaction, uh, was, I, I was pretty frustrated by it and, my wife was frustrated by my frustration,
1: so I'll I will leave it at that. What does that mean? Are you like kicking like walls? Like no,
0: uh, I'm I'm not demonstrative in that in that way. It's it's more just like I I'm, I'm very energetic in the morning. Like okay. I I wake I up. I think a that lot takes enthusiasm. no one by surprise. And
1: attack what does it attack the day with an with enthusiasm, enthusiasm unknown to mankind. to mankind.
0: Yep. and all of a sudden like. Is that yours becomes, too, Jill? It just becomes gloom, you know, it, this gloom comes over me, mm. and I get, um, you know, frustrated, withdrawn, so uh, it, was, it was more like that. It wasn't, it wasn't this big episode. You know? No, no, no. But, um, but no, certainly, uh, I'm excited for the story to come out and to share what
1: I've been reporting. That is the similar outlook on life that you have, Shield.
0: Yeah,
2: you can tell, right? Uh, I've actually very much enjoyed the, uh, the Z-Berm coming out of a shell during the... I've been listening to the podcast that I haven't been on, and I feel like it's been a common theme among listeners... I feel like they're starting to get to know the guy a little bit better after seven years on the beats. huh? I like, you know, I would always uh, joke with your former beat partner, Jeff McClain, that uh, we, we would enjoy these little quirks in the media room when you would share some of these stories, and now the public is getting to hear them.
0: Yeah, credit to Bo Wolf there, because he does a good job <laughs> bringing it out of me. I, I'm trying my best uh, not to, not to divulge details, and then all of a sudden, when the mic is hot, it's like, do share, Zach. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is that is that is my goal. Uh, that is definitely my, my operating principle. Um, okay, so, um, Mr. Capadia, Yeah. You've got fresh eyes. Now, I mean, uh, this is only my second practice. Zach has been here the entirety yeah. of camp uh, after my holdout. But uh, tell us what uh, what stood out to you from, from today's practice.
2: I'm so excited for this role because I would always get so bad when the national guy would pop in for one practice on his camp tour, I think, and Peter King have like an effendi if, if uh, Moma like big take, or was that that was a PFF guy, PFF right? PFF guy, a P- Yeah, P- yeah he had, that's a good memory. He had a big take on Moma, and <laughs> you know we're all looking at each other like, come on. <laughs> so now I get to be that yeah, guy. You I don't thought think,
1: Carlton Agadosi yeah, really flashed flash today?
2: I don't think my takes are as high. So here are the. Uh, I guess you know there are three things that stood out to me. Number one is I feel you know it's my first time seeing Miles Sanders in pads and in an Eagles. Uniform, and I just felt like every time he touched the ball, he looked like a lot different than their other running backs. Just the way he moves. More talented. He did a bunch of different things today. He had a touchdown in the uh, team drill where they were tackling to the ground. We got that some live
1: hitting today for the first live time.
2: Live hitting, so he had a touchdown there. He ran a wheel route out to the left side. I don't. I think might have been a mismatch. I don't know if Vinny Curry was dropping or if you guys saw uh, who that was. It's a mismatch, but I, he ran the wheel route. You know, you got a mismatch. He made the catch. That was nice. And then I was also watching him during the uh, the Blitz pickup drills. He did a good job. And I thought he was holding his own just fine. So, um, I mean, I don't know. It just seems to me like this is your most talented running back, your mo- most versatile running back, the guy with the biggest upside. And I think the two questions I still have, and you know, we won't know really probably until he's playing in games, uh, one is ball security. That was ish- an issue in college. And two is the the pass pro. I mean, if he gets in there on a third down and – misses and Carson Wentz uh, gets crushed and obviously he's not going to play as much. I guess there's a third factor too. I mean, it seems like, I don't know if Deuce Daly has a rhyme or reason to his running right. back rotation, so even if to all of us it seems clear that why isn't Sanders playing more, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that he will be, but um I think you, I, I saw I felt like I liked everything I saw out of him today.
1: I said a similar thing to uh Fran Duffy that I mean the you know, the juice in his legs is is so much different than anybody else they have. But at the same time, like, you know, Darren Sproles is still getting all these reps with the ones. Like it does not seem like they are in any rush uh, to hand him the keys. Nor necessarily should they be. Um, But to me, it's a question of of when, not if. Like I I still think that by midseason, he is like the, you know, seventy-five percent of the touches. I think.
0: I would agree with that. Well, maybe maybe that's a little bit high,
1: but I think that's what it should be.
0: I still think, and we've discussed this. Jordan Howard is, is going to have a defined role on this team. Sproles is the variable I can't account for right now. If he's playing more than I think any of us are expecting, then well, that's like a You like the signing a little bit
1: more than we did.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like the signing from the from the perspective of punt returns right. and third downs. But if he's taking snaps away Doug, from Miles, Doug
1: just cannot quit him. No, he cannot.
0: No, he cannot. Uh, but I, I think Miles' talent is going to warrant being out there. And we saw last year uh, the problems they had at running back. Eventually, talent rises and it's, it's, it's going to be clear you need to play him.
2: What's the over under on first Monday press conference where Doug Peterson gets a question about why isn't Miles Sanders on the field more?
0: Week two. Week two against Atlanta? Yeah.
2: <laughs> week
1: two? Well, yeah. two? well, yeah. Like if he's not getting it much in week one and <laughs> okay. then like Jordan Howard is not good again in week two, it's yeah. like, well, what's the deal there?
0: Well here's the thing, I don't think Jordan Howard. The question
1: is will that be will that be the first question of the press conference posed by you, Zach? <laughs> uh
0: depends what the injuries oh, are, okay. I suppose. Um, no, but I don't think Jordan Howard's the type of running back who's gonna be getting you, you know, these these chunk yardage. So I oh, know that's right. So my guess is that there's uh, there's there's gonna be a lot of like three, four yard carries and there's gonna be questions why isn't Miles Sanders on the field because he is the most dynamic running back they have. If
2: you take away Donald Humphrey, but
1: yeah, well, the, well, the two areas. <laughs> well, you you're, no, you're, uh, no <laughs> self-exact joke. This is good.
2: We'll see. We have to uh, move towards the mic. So I was in the process of doing that as he uh, as he threw that in there. But I think the two areas where they were really bad at last year, where maybe Howard can help you, are short yardage. And red zone, so maybe even if he's not getting the bulk of the carries, he can still help you in those areas. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but more of a, I guess, a Garrett Bluntish type role. Although we've said in the past that was a little bit overrated Mm -hmm. in how uh, he was used. But
1: anyway. Okay. Uh, Your number two takeaway, you said you had three. I think your number two was one that that, uh, jumped out to me as well today. Uh, But okay.
2: Uh, So Andre Dillard was playing left tackle with the first team on the offensive line, and when they had those team drills, I wasn't there for the uh, uh, one-on-one, so you can fill me in on that aspect of it, but I was just watching him during these, these team drills going up against the defense, and like... Those guys were getting nowhere, no ground on I him. I thought he, was, I mean, he very, was unbelievable, very impressive today. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I think at one point they did do ones versus ones, so it was Vinny Curry. Uh, you know, Vinny Curry was on the ground one time. I think he slipped a little bit, mm-hmm. but still, you know, Diller did his job there. Josh Sweat wasn't doing anything against he him. He went against
1: Josh Sweat a lot today and, like, never had a sniff. I thought it
2: was no contest. Never yeah. had a sniff. Yeah, so uh, that's very encouraging. Lane Johnson said after practice basically you're you know i think someone might have prefaced it by does he remind you of yourself at all as a rookie and he said he does in his foot quickness and then he also said he could play he looks like he's ready to play right now if we needed him so it is uh it is kind of interesting given jason peter's age injury history uh Seems like Dillard's good. having a nice start.
1: Yeah, I didn't. See, I didn't notice him much yesterday. I guess I was. I was watching a little bit more of the guys on the outside. But today, because it was there were some live periods, I was more focused on the line of scrimmage, and, and I thought that that Dillard looked looked very good today. Did you guys see the uh, the Instagram videos of the uh, rookie singing performances? I did. I figured you would have. Okay, so what did you think of Dillard's? Uh, he was singing like a country song with like a little low uh, country voice.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thought that um, it was J.J. Arcega-Whiteside had the
1: performance. He had him bumping, yeah. Miles Sanders uh, blew it. Yeah. He, he forgot the line on Tupac. And then Jalen Mills hits him square with a water bottle. What a throw from Jalen Mills.
0: <laughs> his, his, his arm works. His foot might yeah, yeah. His arm Yeah, does. exactly. And then uh, Clayton Thorson last night,
1: Oh, I didn't see last night. He had a
0: better on-stage performance than on-field. Well,
1: that's—I mean, all he had to do on stage was not fall off the stage, and it would have been a better performance. No, he did not
0: fall off the stage.
1: I didn't see last night, so I got to go through the Instagrams again. I guess. What
2: did our Sega Whiteside perform?
1: Uh, it was a future, okay, jam, but I don't know which one in particular.
0: So the Eagles have this sign above the door. You know what, what what's what's said here and done, and is done here stays right. here. Which Except separate rookie Lumber. performances. <laughs> right, like, yeah. they're, they're Every player takes out their phone. It's right. like going to a concert where they all are taping the rookie performance. And post-game, post-game celebrations. And I
2: guess that's allowed also. Yeah. Yes. Which is great. I, like, uh, I will say it has been nice uh, unfollowing many of those
1: accounts yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> <out. laughs> <Well, yeah, that's laughs> With all due respect. So what was it like for you today, Shield, to have so much <laughs> human interaction? I know that you've been uh, the man in the basement yeah. for a while.
2: Yeah, I think it was more human interaction in like five minutes here than uh, really the past week or so for me. Yeah. I think my social
1: skills are still at a ten. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I
0: thought she was great today. Yeah,
1: see. Well, it's because everybody was complimenting it. Yeah, they ready to, st- to let everybody take a whiff, lift up his armpits, and said, <laughs> "Now is not the day to take a stick whiff, my stick your friend." Nose <laughs> <in there."> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, it was hot. It was
1: a little, it was a little spicy today, oh. but
2: how's your? Uh, you, you still going with the secret salad this summer?
1: Yes, Secret's still working for okay. me. Okay. Now, we're, I, I don't know. Longtime listeners will will remember the story of uh, Sheila and I. Uh, both finding out that we wear women's deodorant, mm. that that whole thing was started because Zach asked the question. Mm. I believe you, Zach asked uh, what type of deodorant we use. Did I? Yeah, I think so. And okay. then I remember him being very—you uh, were—you really turned alarmed. your nose up. Yeah, at it was the, uh, uh, he was very alarmed. And then Sheila could have let me mm-hmm. just uh, squirm there, but then he decided to uh, disclose that he too out of character for me. Yeah, very out of character. Yeah, I'm a Mitchum man. Mitchum, huh? Mitchum, really? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Mitchum is like a, it's like a 1950s deodorant. Yeah, it's that like feels a, like
2: the old, That's value, like what. Uh, with the
1: Mitchum? That's like the, what, what's the, uh, John Hammond Mad Men, what's his name? Don Draper? Don Draper. It feels like that's Think the deodorant that, that, that Don Draper would have used.
0: I, I just find it to be very effective. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, listen, you know, to me it's more of like finding what, what works, and uh, for whatever reason, the, the secret has worked.
2: I'm thinking of making a big move in my personal life. Okay was out visiting my uh, sisters in Portland, Oregon. So, you know, when you're visiting somebody, you're, uh, you're using their kind of what's in their bath most of the time, unless yep. you pack all your stuff. Uh, you know, they had like a, a liquid soap type deal in the shower. What do you call that? Uh, a body, body wash? Yeah, a body, <laughs> a body wash. Uh, I found it kind of refreshing since doing Oh, you've the, been a barman your whole life? I've been a barman. Really? I've heard that the liquid is much more like sanit- sanitary, the body wash.
1: I don't know about that because you're I,
2: not using the same bar. Like, yeah, on, like, yeah. Dirty I prefer body.
1: I prefer a body wash, a body yeah, wash I and a know.
2: loofah. Both.
0: I've been body washed since
2: You got a you got a brand
0: recommendation?
2: I saw Alshon Jeffrey had a real interesting one today. It was called like Hungry Man Jack or something. Oh, yeah, I've seen you that see that? One. One. Yeah. Except
1: <laughs> when he says it, it's Hungry Man Jack. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask him about that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you need to make that move.
2: Uh, can you give us a. Uh, can you recommend the hashtag for recommended
1: brand? Shields, Shields New Body Wash. <laughs> give, him, uh, give him your recommendations. And
2: I feel like it's a more economical option too, no?
1: Yeah. Okay. And the loofah is a nice. Uh, oh, no, I'm a not nice using the loofah. Treat. You're going to just use your hands? Yeah, in the body loofah wash? is
2: very unsanitary. You haven't read these stories? No.
1: You don't want to be using the loofah. Use, well, you the don't want to be using man? your hands. Yeah, I, I use my hands. Yeah. Hands with a body wash? No, no, no. No, loofah that bad boy. No, no, no. Just, just change out the loofah more often than I don't think that works. All right, Zach's very uncomfortable. I think loofahs Let's are move cheap. On. I feel like you can you can cycle through them <laughs> quick enough. All right, well, hashtag uh, loofah versus hand to let us know where you stand. Uh, and make sure you direct all of those uh, to Zach, the man who was <laughs> described yesterday as uh, the Jewish Dick Vitale. <laughs> Which I know that he thought was very funny. (laughs) Well, it was juxtaposed to Shield, The Indian Larry David. Great compliment. Which I found to be a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my third observation. You're not going to go like, I really wanted you to lean into, like, uh, Miles Sanders looked like a diaper dandy today, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then, and and Carson Wentz was a PTP. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: I did once do a project in middle school where I was Dick Vitale and my buddy was uh, Marv Albert, and we called a fake game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That tape exists somewhere, I think.
1: Who was your Who was the buddy? C. Nast. C. We've heard about C. before. Okay. okay.
2: Third observation. I heard you guys gassing up send Andrew Sendejo a little bit, right? He had a, he's had some nice plays in practice. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? I, I, don't
1: want to be, I don't want to be looped in on gassing <laughs> okay, up. Okay, you don't want to day. be in
2: on that? All right. That was Zach. Uh, I feel like free safety feels like quite a concern for me at this point.
1: Ryan McLeod was out there today, not in 11-on-11, yeah. uh, 11 11, but in 7-on-7s seven and 1-on-1s, on wearing a just That's garish, the biggest brace like, I've <laughs> ever seen. Like an, That's an what I'm enormous... Saying. Right knee brace. Look, the Bionic Man, that thing. I've
2: never seen. I really don't think I've ever seen that, one. Bad that thing.
1: boy. That was some. That was some hardware.
2: Yeah. He says
0: that's coming off of the season. I I,
1: yeah. I would that. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he cannot play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, he he would just get like the other team would just make fun of him too much for him to stay yeah. on the field. That's like the. uh And he's very
0: fashion conscious.
1: That's true. Yeah. So, Newly married, Rodney McLeod. Yes.
0: Mm.
2: So, I mean, the questions I have are, you know, when's he going to come back? I know we talked about that today. I think he said what he was, the Ravens game? Is Ravens
0: game is what he's shooting for.
2: Yep. What, what he's shooting for. But then Zach had a good follow-up saying, you know, it's one thing to be back out on the field. But are you going to be the guy we saw uh, during the Super Bowl run? And I think that is a maybe the biggest question that we have not talked about, at least I've listened. I don't think you guys have talked about it much either going into this season because, yeah, that's a legit injury. He's not going to be, you know, full strength until close to the season. What's it going to look like when he's out there early on? And I don't think they have a good backup plan. I mean, Andrew Sandejo is not the guy you want back there playing free safety against some of these offenses. We know Malcolm Jenkins, uh, he, he has many strengths and he can do it in a pinch, but he's not the guy you want doing that either. Does Jerry Sullivan get in there? I mean, I don't know, but I just feel like there's a pretty big drop off between the Rodney McLeod of 2017 and all your uh, all your other options. So I think that's kind of a pretty big question mark. Well, right and the other
1: option, of course, is you still have Avante Mack. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So the question is that what you know if Rodney McLeod is unable to uh, get through the season or whatever, they still have Avante Mack, but we have not seen you know any sniff of him in that role uh, throughout training camp. Yeah,
2: so I, well, I'll ask you guys. Let's say Rodney McLeod is not ready for the first two weeks of the season. Do you sense that it would be Avante Maddox playing free seed? I mean, yeah, he he's sort of... I didn't even think of that because we haven't seen him back there right. in practices, but um, who do you guys think would be playing
1: there? I think if there is still the specter of McLeod returning, if they are still waiting for him to get back, then they will not go to Maddox in that role. But I feel like if there is a situation where McLeod has lost for the season, and they're thinking of what is our long-term fix, I think then is when they might they might make that move. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I, I think Maddox, frankly, is, is best as a Tyron Matthau type, where he's playing deep safety and slot combination. I don't like him as much on the outside. And
1: sorry, I'm I'm smiling because uh, I'm thinking of Ty- Tyron Matthew as like Walter Mathews. Oh, it correctly? Is okay. it Matthew?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I know how to spell it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Tyron Matthew. Um, and, and
1: I could be wrong too. I just I wanted you to know why I sure. was smiling.
0: I just thought you really liked the tape. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Avante Maddox is 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 best in that role, and I I would start training him. There and from what I understand, they want to see him at cornerback early on in camp, and then they they might adjust later on. Uh, from all I've, I've gathered throughout this offseason, Roddy's expecting him to be fine for the season, but it is a question: Is he the Roddy that right. he had been in the past? And he's really gambling on himself, you know, with this contract. Um, there's there's no guaranteed money after this year, so. It's very interesting situation. With
2: him. See, I kind of thought it was a, it was less of him gambling on himself and more of, I mean, I don't know, you may have information that says otherwise. To me, it seemed more like there aren't options elsewhere to really uh, cash in, and maybe that injury is a little, you know, is, is legit, and no one's kind of, until, I don't know, maybe he would have had to wait until August to get to this point and say, all right, now who's, is somebody going to sign me now?
0: Maybe so. That's a good point, because really... I. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but the sense that I got is that they they could have cut him loose or they could have restructured the deal yeah. and he came back on the restructured deal. And perhaps if he went into the market, he, he he would have found more than one year. But to me, it's similar to the Ronald Darby situation where he's just trying to reset his value.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, even when it happened, I was wondering what is the motivation for him to take this pay cut and stay here. So we'll see what he looks
1: like. As for uh, Dejo... Hey-ho. Yeah. Uh, my sense is that I, I think he is probably safe on the roster, uh, just because they don't have anybody else trustworthy uh, there, um, and he's getting all these reps. I think he's a he's a fine fit for the big nickel where he's really replacing Malcolm Jenkins, and Jenkins comes down into the slot, um, and he's more of a, a strong safety. I think that's fine for him. He's your um, Corey
0: Graham.
1: Yeah, I think he is. I think he's fine in that role. Uh, and of the two, him and L.J. Fort, I think that he is more likely to make the team than Fort is if the Eagles are going to play a game with the compensatory pick uh, with that formula. But um, I still think it's a little like I'd, I'd rather have the fourth round pick. But for a team with Super Bowl aspirations, you probably you probably should take that third safety role seriously.
2: I agree on the Sendejo versus uh, Fort take, but. I don't know. I just have a lot of questions about him in coverage. I mean, that that drill where it was safeties versus tight ends, um, he seems like he would be an annoying guy to play against. You know, I wonder if there will be a player. We haven't seen a skirmish yet, right? Mm -hmm. He seems like a a favorite. You know, he's doing, like, real annoying things like, uh, I don't know if it was Ertz or what tight end he was lined up against in coverage, and he goes up to press him, and he just jams the guy before the ball's even snapped and the whistle's blow. right. Like, come on, dude! It's the first—it's it's the first week of training. Well, camp. I was going to say that, <laughs> that we have had
1: some listeners who are calling early for a concussion, Uncle, yeah. and I'm not so sure that concussion, Uncle, is going to have time to make it to the podcast because he's spending all his time on the field as <laughs> yeah. Andrew Sandeo. Yeah.
2: I think that's right, and, and you know, and then he, he's just like he was lined up with Ertz one time, and he was very grabby. I mean, it's an easy penalty, and Ertz still shook him and cut the pass. So. I don't know. I think you have to be very smart about how you use them.
0: I guess. I think the one safety to keep your eye on too is Blake Countess. Oh. That we haven't seen much of because he was banged up earlier this summer.
1: Yeah. Where uh, has he been?
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those undisclosed camp injuries. Um. And but he started to, he, he started to creep his way back. He he wasn't really there much of the spring either. Right. Uh. And I uh, he's he's a guy who's played. Right. He 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 has demonstrated ability has that corner safety versatility that they've liked in the past, I would watch him more so than Trey Sullivan or DeAndre Hall.
1: I still like a Trey Sullivan, but uh, DeAndre Hall is... Uh... Go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, he's... uh you wanted to fire uh, off he, a take here. No, he's a good dancer. He's... Uh... Uh, you know he kind of has a little Sendejo where he's you know unnecessary physicality that doesn't trans- it's the Ernie Sims thing you know remember when Ernie Sharks, Sims was just crushing Brent Selick after the whistle you're like what is this guy doing and then the, the take was or the sell was well you know you, you kind of need guys like that on. and then Sunday rolls around and the guy's nowhere to be found that is my uh, fear with him but I, I have a question I don't know if you have other stuff to get to but I'm just gonna you know yeah, I show right. up one day I can take yeah, over however do I want what to you got. Uh, I give you a thousand turkeys to each of you. Wow! Well, look at you with the turkeys. What week is Jalen Mills ready to play in a football game? Ooh,
1: we got and we got seventeen weeks, or uh, is there one? No, the
2: no, the turkey it, the turkey thing wasn't really necessary. I'm giving you a bag of money which you cannot open, and you have to put it all on one week.
1: Uh, okay, different. Yeah. a bag of turkeys. Yeah, that you got from Carson Wentz's yes. compound. That he's ready to play? He's
2: ready to play in a football game.
0: Or that he's playing?
2: Uh, I, w- I will say ready to play.
0: I'll go first. Go for let's it. Unless
1: no, no, you no, 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 if you're ready to go. I
0: noticed the pregnant pause. I didn't know if that, yeah. was, if that was for yeah. a fact or if that was for...
1: No, I'm, I'm thinking... Yeah, so
0: I, I think at this point he's going to start the season on Pup. I think, let's say he's back... So after six games, week seven, wow. I'm gonna say ready to play week four, but can't come back until week seven.
1: Wow, oh. you really thought that through. I feel like I, I feel like you've given this more your, thought what, than what's I, have your, uh,
0: I uh... What's your
2: what's uh, your like confidence level there in that take? Uh, I'm not. You're not. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm,
1: I'm certainly not
0: not betting the bag of money okay, on it, you. but uh, but
1: if you had, to, I, do, I
0: do think they put him on pup to preserve that option. Um, that's pretty clear now. They
1: do don't... you like? Can you confirm that his foot is still attached to his yes? To his leg? Yes, I guess I can. Okay. I I
0: I've said hello to him I, okay. when I do
1: my hellos. You know, yeah, say hello to Jalen. <laughs> do you say hello to the foot?
0: You... <laughs> no, no, but he is walking.
2: Hello, Jalen. Hello, yeah, he is, foot. <laughs>
0: okay, He's walking.
1: Uh, okay, I I feel like you you were thorough enough with that answer that I don't even know if I need to answer. But I'll well, that might you know. be wrong. Do you agree with that? It, it's so it sounds so informed that I feel like... yeah I he was very that, convincing you know, there very, I agree very convincing <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll say I'll say uh, I'll you. say week three just to go just <laughs> okay. to be different but uh, yeah I didn't think I really didn't think before camp started even after how bizarre the end of last season and the spring was that he was not going to that he was going to be on pup week one but it does it does it's, it is starting to look that way
2: which explains a lot why Ronald Darby is back potentially.
1: Yeah, that's um, true.
2: And uh, yeah, now and now Sidney Jones becomes uh, you know he probably already was, but now man, what and what an important player.
1: Well, and uh, combined with the Creavon LeBlanc exactly. injury, it also like the flexibility to yeah. potentially put Avante Maddox at a different position. It's not really there if you mm-hmm. only have uh, you know maybe Darby Jones, Maddox, and Douglas.
0: Unless you're buying Orlando Scandrick. Well,
1: mm-hmm. I mean. Maybe at the dollar store. but
0: Which is essentially where they bought him. <laughs> That's correct. It's literally
1: where they got him, yeah. Um, all right, Mr. Uh, National Football League. What else? Uh, what else? I know those were your three big takeaways, but how about with the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, you think looks better than uh, you saw him last year? And he, I'm more interested in what you think when did the, I say uh, that, Mr. Sudfeld. I'm asking.
2: Oh, you're asking. Uh, I wouldn't say Carson Wentz did anything today. That I mean, I think he's going to have a great, really he had a good year. A couple really
1: nice throws, I thought, but it oh, was not. Sound? It was not. He, would, it was, he was. It was not his best day.
2: The the defense was playing the picket fence. The sticks, on a, yeah.
1: The sticks defense. Was, and he, he fired that one. He day. lasered one anyway, to nice Aguilar
2: uh for yeah a big gain. That was nice. I thought that uh, one thing that stood out was I felt like him and uh, JJ orsega whiteside were not on the same page. It felt like for. Much of practice. There were two or three instances where I thought the throw was not great but catchable. You know, if you're watching the game, you would probably say you got to catch that, but the ball was not in the perfect place. Um, I think our Sega Whiteside, given his catch radius and size, you want him making those grabs, but I thought that stood out a little bit. There was a a back shoulder with Deshaun Jackson, where I believe Deshaun Jackson's. Job is to read the DB and decide whether to run the go route or run the back shoulder. He runs the go route. Wentz thinks it's back shoulder. I think he's always
1: going to run the go route. Well,
2: I don't know. Wentz <laughs> thought he was running the back shoulder. He uh, fired gotta, it. He fired gonna, he's it he's out of bounds. Learn to Sean. <laughs> and nobody. Uh, and nobody was there. So actually, that that's kind of what stood out to me was that you know there's still work to be done in terms of reps and chemistry and all those different. This things. was
1: a day that the defense uh, won. I thought, uh, just in general. Do you agree? I mean, the one big play the offense Easy had that was uh, a tipped ball that landed in J.J. Arcega-Whiteside For hands. the 80-yarder, Yeah, yes. which he then outran Rasul Douglas, which uh, was like a race between the two slowest guys at each position. But <laughs> And it was the most uh, demonstrative uh, yeah, the training camp is, celebration yeah. that I've ever seen. Well, because usually the defense is the one who gets to celebrate. Yes. Uh, so they got to celebrate. I uh, Conflicting reports on whether it was Nate Gary or uh, Camus Grugier-Hill who got... His I thought Gary. That ball. You thought Gary. Yeah. Okay. Why you thought Camille? Avante Maddox yeah. told me that it was Brucey oh. Hill. But well, go with him. He, he probably wasn't watching though.
2: Has he had LASIK uh, surgery? That's
1: a good question. I have. <laughs> so is my wife.
0: I have as well. Yes.
1: Have you? Yes, oh, yes. Nice. All right. Good if we're all sharing, right? please, please volunteer away. way your wife?
0: Uh, no,
1: she's great vision. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me too. Um. What else was I going to ask you? Well, what about Sudfeld?
2: I want to see it with Sudfeld. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I think the jury is totally out on him. I didn't see anything today where I said, "Wow, this guy's." At what right point, choice.
1: if you were Howie Roseman, would you uh, would you start to be getting a little bit concerned?
2: That's really tough to answer because I don't know what. Like I don't know. They might be seeing things from Sudfeld that I'm not trained to see, but I am just when I just watched like there was a deep over I think your boy Marcon Michel, did I pronounce that Marcon, it's Markin Markin Michelle uh was open it didn't seem like a very difficult throw and he just completely uh missed on it and I think downfield touch has in the past been his strength so uh I don't know I want to see him in the preseason I don't know what what do you mean how what well, like what type of move would he be making
1: I don't know I'm not Howie Roseman. That's what the national reporters are <laughs> <use> do. <for. laughs> you tell me it's what kind of relate. backup. There's no, move, available. there's no move to be made. What are you talking about? He can't go get Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> from the Dolphins? You He's a hard no. start right now. Yeah, but they're not going to. They t- they'd, they'd trade him for a song. How about uh, uh, Case Keenum, your boy? Well, I guess that's in, intra-division, but uh yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't know. There's
1: there are players out there. I guess you know, I, I mean, mean they
2: you I don't know. I think you'd have to have like legit. I mean, Keyskin was making some money, you know? That's like not Yeah, they gave up a, a pick for him. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, but that was before they drafted Haskins? True. So, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. know. And they love Colt McCoy to begin with.
2: I think you probably want Nate Sudfeld playing in the preseason and then figure it out, but I don't know. I think he's still the heavy favorite to be the backup week one. Is that
1: the only thing that you will be interested in with the Eagles in the preseason? <laughs> Is that
2: the only thing? Uh, no, I would be int- I, I like watching the rookies. I want to see an Arcega Whiteside and a Dillard and a Miles Sanders. Okay.
0: I hope we see you before the preseason. Surprised you with
2: that answer, huh? I thought I was going to say preseason, shme season, huh?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I'm a football guy. Zach, you're an intrepid reporter. What other Eagles questions do you have for <laughs> for, for for Shield?
0: Uh, is the intrepid? Did I, you I know I, I, saw I noticed it. that in your practice observations, and there was a commenter who? Uh, yeah, I didn't
1: get that comment. Me neither. Yeah, I
0: was wondering, was, uh, it, I, was it said in jest? I, I don't know
1: why it didn't <laughs> not at all. I didn't know why why it was taken that way. No,
0: I I I frankly like hearing Shield's insight on this. Um, you know, I
1: I do think it was interesting to see. Uh, a scene on the sidelines, which you don't often see, where both the uh, writer and subject of a story were there to be feted by the other uh, reporters, as Daniel Jeremiah and Sheila were, uh, were were both taking in all the uh, all the whiffs. Well, that was a
0: terrific story.
2: Not a day for whiffs. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm.
0: then, and. and... Jeffrey Lurie was in the
1: house too. Now Jeffrey Lurie, moment of the day. I didn't. I missed this. Oh yes. Moment yes. of the day. Uh, a tightly contested contested pass on the sidelines. A little rollout, and the wide receiver and the cornerback uh, go diving into the corner and upend Jeffrey Lurie, the <laughs> owner of the team. What I mean? The hat you know, came off. The hat came yeah, off. Yeah. He went. He, you know, he, he to his credit got up. Uh, yep. Shook it off and was ready to go Put the hat right back on Looked no yeah. worse for wear But I mean He was ready for the next play You're on the, bo- you're on the bottom of the roster That's, that's Who were scary... they yeah, Who were the players? Well as uh, Intrepid reporter, in reporter I uh, asked around Turns out it was Shelton Gibson and, <laughs> and Josh Hawkins In coverage Now Josh Hawkins told me He wasn't sure who it was He's never met the man before and but what really? Yes, he said that. <laughs> and he said, but uh, uh, once informed that that's who it was, he said, "Well, he wants me to be he wants me to be around the ball. I'm sure, so I can't apologize." He, Great answer by yeah. Josh Hawkins. Josh Hawkins is very underrated. Good uh, good quote. Has
2: to make the team. That's unbelievable. Yeah, he said. Wait, Josh Hawkins is the guy who played yeah, in a game last year. He played the playoffs last year. So he's never met him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that is outstanding!
2: So, yeah. yeah, how did you not lead with this?
0: That's the best we, thing I've ever heard. Listen, we
1: got plenty of time. Okay. We got plenty of time. To so be
0: the practice observations. That though.
1: will be in the practice observations, okay. which have not yet been written. Um, Sidney Jones, I,
2: I think Zbierum has been impressed with him so far. Correct?
1: I have now. I was you know, I was very
0: impressionable, I should say, um, because I, I admittedly been high on Sidney Jones before, uh, but I, I thought the practice he had. What Saturday kind of
1: was, uh, what kind of high is that? Okay. Of, you said you've been high on Sidney Jones before. I'm wondering. Like, just yeah, like
0: high in stock, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, like, is that, is that against
1: the uh, <laughs> is that against the NFL code of conduct? It's against to the be high on Sidney Jones? Jones.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's played well. Um, Howie Roseman has been uh, has been dealing Sidney Jones out of the back of his trunk. Uh, I'm trying to get
0: <laughs> the uh, the big takeaway <laughs> that that Jim Schwartz had today. Jim Schwartz who I, I really enjoy listening to Jim Schwartz because there's often, like, biting remarks that um, have some truth to them. And when he was asked about Sidney Jones, he said, well, he's been available, which, which yeah. I think is... He's been consistent with that all <laughs> yeah. offseason. He's yeah. been yeah. available, which is, uh you know, I it's, it's not so subtly saying that he needs to play. And yeah. I, I think uh, Sidney Jones has been available and has played well.
2: He did have an interception today. He undercut... Uh, or Sega Whiteside for a pick,
1: so. Now, was that on 7-on-7s? Seven because I, I had missed I missed that play. It must yeah. have been when I was watching 1-on-1s, I, I think so, yes. Okay. Uh, I did watch O-line, D-line, 1-on-1s. Um, Dillard looked good, I thought. You know who impressed me, that, who I thought had a really good session? Trayvon Hester. Oh, yeah? I'm in on Trayvon Hester. Okay. I think he's, uh, as far as I could tell over the course of two practices, nearly lapping nearly lapping Hassan Ridgway Uh-oh. in the race for... Uh, for the fourth defensive tackle spot.
2: No, I've heard some uh, negative... Uh, now, Josh
1: Schwett made some plays uh, past the line of scrimmage today. is mm-hmm. sort of like in pursuit, and, uh, yes. and he did make a nice tackle at the line of scrimmage yes. against uh, Donald Pumphrey, which, I mean, you know, potentially I could do that. But uh, him versus Dillard, like, you know, he's just getting swallowed up. So I don't know if that is Dillard looks good or it's Sweat as I... Sort of think of him is just not very good.
2: I did see two hustle plays from Sweat that were da- downfield, uh, which you know,
1: and not like not coaches like, love
2: that concussion, uncles love that type right. of thing. So that's and good. not
1: like uh, like far downfield, like you know, four yards down the yeah. field makes a play that that makes it a good defensive play. Yeah.
0: I, w- I have something else I, w- I was going to add, too. Please. Um, this is before you transition the Trayvon Hester. <laughs> uh, it was a Cindy Jones aside. Okay. Well, let's hear it. It's a Cindy Jones story, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here. I hope so, too. It. I hope you are. I hope it's the drugs well, I, I wanted to say it while Shiel's here. she will know the story I'm, I'm referring to. Um, so we're at the owners' meetings this year, and I asked Lean ask in there for this bad boy. <laughs> I asked Shiel— <laughs> I asked, this the last day, and I asked him what time his his flight is, uh, the next day, and he says he says no, actually I'm I'm going to California for a story, and at the time I wasn't at the athletic, uh, and so she was technically a, a competition, and I'm like oh my god, what story is he working on, and every like uh, every morning I would go and I would check the athletic. <laughs> Like, has the story dropped yet? Has the story dropped yet? And then, like, a week before the draft, the Daniel Jeremiah story comes out, and it's a terrific story, and I text Sheil right away, and I'm like, great work, now I know what you're in California for. And She'll texts, actually, that was a different trip. I have a big Cindy Jones story coming out. And I, I need to tell our, our our listeners, this will not come as a surprise to the two of you, but it, it will be a surprise, or it probably won't be a surprise to the listeners either. I'm not a big emoji guy, all right? <laughs> and she put an emoji in there that indicated he was he was joking. The crying emoji. I know. did right. not, yeah. I perceive that like, oh, you're screwed. You know, oh, but, that's funny. But, like, he's go, making. He wants to make you cry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so to, then, so then he's bullying you. I kept, that's great. I kept checking for a Sidney Jones <laughs> story, <checked> <laughs> and then finally, during OTAs, I say to Shield. So she, and I'm, I'm trying to be real polite about this I was like were you kidding about the Sidney Jones story I really didn't understand what the emoji meant that is and then,
1: so yeah, funny
0: so that's, uh, that's a Sidney Jones aside and I, I didn't know if I should volunteer that on the story. Story. that's
2: exactly, exactly the type okay. of information the readers want okay.
1: that's, that's beautiful yeah. now was that one where you were uh, you were sulking all those all those weeks and, and so your wife was like I wasn't sulking during the, those the weeks Jones. but it was one of
0: those things like, like you want to know what a, a question I ask in interviews a lot is Is, is what keeps you up at night yeah. if you want to know what keeps me up at night it's like someone else working on a story that I think right. like, well, I could write
1: well well I remember actually when uh, the Eagles were playing the Titans last year I went out early to, for the Derek Barnett story which ended up being I wouldn't have to return to Nashville mm-hmm. uh, because he it's a terrific story by the way oh, thank you, you. Um, but uh, I remember I was flying out from NovaCare and I was, like, leaving on a Thursday as opposed to Friday. And I remember you, like, just seeing you being like, oh, where are you going? Like, <laughs> yes. like just seeing the mind <laughs> yes, the, the wheels turn. Absolutely. Uh, which was funny. That's and been seven th- years of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked that uh, when I was on my holdout, uh, you were saying that other people were asking lots of questions about where I was, which is funny because if it had been reversed, 100% you would have been yes. like, yeah, right, I would have been going to S.H.I.E.L.D., like, yeah.
0: like, like, where exactly is he? Yes.
1: <laughs> is this family related? Is this a story? Yeah. 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 That's very funny. <laughs> all right. I like that. Okay. Um, I'm trying to
2: look. Only look. other note I wrote down was Josh Adams, Tim Jernigan, Bear Midriffs. <laughs>
1: okay. It's
2: always good to know who's doing the Bear midriff. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I Jordan Milata has
1: been bad.
2: That's what it, actually that was my question before. I've heard some Two ni- days, not nice grumblings has, about him. He has not
1: looked good. Interesting. Okay. Uh consistently. Mm. So, that's too bad. Okay. It could open a spot for Sua. Your guy. Yeah, that's right. Well, so, I mean, what would you think that he is like how patient do you think they will be with Milata?
0: Well, I said before that I thought the preseason hype last year was a little, was a little much. Um,
1: yeah, I think uh, I and, say so.
0: And I, I think now they have more of a body to work for. If you're talking about your uh, – the way Howie Roseman's always operated is that roster spots, 49 to 53, he views as developmental spots mostly right. because as should. your roster's going to churn, you're, you're, you're going to have players inactive, and I still think, given my lot of age and developmental level, um, you should keep them there to develop. I still don't know if you can pass him through to practice squad, but I don't think he's a, he's a lock to make the team.
1: I think that's right. I think, I think I still think that he will make the team because I think if you believed in him last year, you sort of should commit to the full process of at least two years. He's still, I mean, not even just, like, learning the game. He's still very young. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and as I've learned the hard way many times in my life, you can't teach size. So <laughs> he's still big.
1: I was thinking about the other day actually uh you describing the uh the like how it helps you on a plane being shorter <laughs> yes. which I think is like your darwinian advantage. That's like your uh survival of the fittest like you've been bred to be a successful reporter on the plane.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you, you saying you, you that. Can yeah. type that. I like no, that. No, no, I I mean planes don't bother me and I I do have have, have one thing to add to that plane, st- the from my first podcast appearance, okay, which, yes. which was not a very strong appearance. <laughs> it was a very uh, strong
1: appearance, and great, and, and uh, let all the listeners know and, that uh, <laughs> you're uh, you care much more about the job than your family. <laughs>
0: and so I acknowledge there that when I'm on a plane, if I'm I'm very sensitive to to the other people uh, like around the me. Space. Like space, uh, I'm not yeah. going to recline, right? Knowing. And so good man uh, back. I was flying back from Phoenix. This was January 2013. I was at the Fiesta Bowl because the Eagles were going to hire Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. And now, the, had they already hired him at that point? Or was no, no, no. no. Okay. They were. He, he was their front runner. He decided a few days later that he wasn't coming, and then he did come. But uh, but I'm flying back, and the the seat I got assigned. This was before. Uh, We could, like, pick our seats. You know, we had a third-party program that would assign seats. And I was assigned the bulkhead seat, okay, which is a desirable seat for, you know, people who who need legroom. And uh, as people were walking by, I felt so guilty (laughs) that, like, I'm sorry, I'm sitting here. I I, I wanted to tell them I did not pick this seat. I got assigned this seat. But I just felt like every six-foot-and-over person would... would, would, like, see my legs and be like, you should not be sitting
1: Mm. there. It reminds me of a uh, a bit by the now-canceled Louis C.K., about how he's, like, sitting in first class and thinking about how he should give up his seat for, like, the servicemen and women who are walking by, and then he just uh, doesn't do it, but, you know, he thought about it. Mm. Um, uh, A lot of Joe Ostman-hype, S.H.I.E.L.D., what did you make of... uh, the white pass rusher, uh, <laughs> the great white hope. The son of the baker, right? Is he a son of a baker? He is a son of a baker,
2: okay. yeah. I couldn't tell you I have a the strong post-demand. opinion on, it him, on him. I mean, I think he's in the mix with the other guys for the potential roster spot. Mm, Good insight, thanks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ask sim- me about Joe Osman again, and I'm walking out of this place. <laughs> so, Jim
0: Schwartz, the press conference led off today with... Joe Osman looks like he's getting to the quarterback a little bit. That was the question. And Jim Schwartz says, let's wait until you can actually get the quarterback. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I know, that's (laughs) how I started that. That's good. I'm just sifting through my notes to see if there's anything else uh, that stood out today. I think uh, Nelson Aguilar has made some plays, as you would would hope.
2: Looks good in the setting.
1: Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to ask you about. Did you see Clayton Thorson's worst throw of the day?
2: I thought that was yesterday. Oh, he has a, another. He had another bad one. No, today. I
1: didn't. He was rolling out, and it was like a, a fake. Hint. It was play action to Boston Scott. Scott then leaked into the flat, was wide open. Thorson's rolling with him, like easy completion, and just like fires it at his mm. feet. No, uh, no chance.
2: It's almost like the uh, piles of data about a. Quarterback was accuracy issues in college and having trouble fixing them. It's either in the that or you
1: finally figured out a way to, to give the Capati a curse. Well, I totally disagree
2: story. with you both that it's like you have to keep him on the roster because you spent a fifth-round pick on him. I mean, what, what team out of the 32 is going to say... Oh, my God, they, they cut Clayton Thorson, drop everything, get that guy on our 53-man roster. what about all roster the right uh, other
1: GMs who were texting Howie when they cl- drafted Clayton Thorson and said, yeah. great pick? They had another thread where they were <laughs> laughing at him.
0: I'll say this. They're back in, and, and I'm not saying Nate Sudfeld's this great quarterback, but Washington cut Nate Sudfeld in 2017, thinking they can mm. stick him onto their practice mm. squad. Sudfeld decided to sign elsewhere, and... He turned into a, a decent developmental mm. quarterback for the Eagles, so I think that's a position that you only cut if like you're just not sold on the guy. Whatsoever. I don't
2: Thorson or Jordan Mailata. As if you uh, had, you um, got one roster spot left.
0: Jordan, Jordan Yeah, I think the ceiling's higher.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Okay, but it's not. I don't think that it is. Uh, you keep him because you are worried about another team grabbing him. I think it is because you keep him because if you drafted him in the fifth round, you believed in him that much. To be a quarterback of the future, you don't take just the summer's worth of information.
2: Maybe, but there are stories by many an NFL exec about how you, the first rookie camp yeah, they true. go through, and they say, "Oh my God, what have we done?" That's I'm not saying that too. I watched the guy for one practice. I obviously I didn't watched like it him for two, and I. <laughs>
1: I didn't it's like him in the, the same spring.
2: Way. You know, it's not easy to it's not an easy position to play. I'm not gonna bury him based on these two practices. I think it was unlikely when they drafted him that he was going to turn into anything, but um I just don't think it's a crazy thought that he would if he looks doesn't look like the guy they thought he was. And there are major no. issues. I mean, also, I, I know if you cut him, all right, well, he could sign with another practice squad. But I don't know. It, this seems like a pretty good situation for a quarterback to yeah. be in. So I think you would have an edge there. So maybe your only concern would be would he sign on somebody else's 53-man roster, which I don't know. I have a hard time
1: seeing that. I'm curious if any uh, players in the locker room uh, said anything to you about your new your new role. No.
2: That's all. That's my only question. Okay. How about Zach? Who? How many? Has anyone said anything to you, or do they just think you're there? Otherwise, dude, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> <they're> just, <laughs> just still that guy, He's annoying
0: them all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, that, no. They they haven't said. Where can I find your work, They, so they haven't said
1: that. So. <laughs> they all already subscribe. <laughs> okay. So yeah. There's only one. Uh, what's his name? Seahawks. Jermaine Fetty. Jermaine Fetty. Oh. Yeah, that's right. When you crush Polian. Uh, Okay, let's get to our Around the Hornbill segment. Uh, Let's start with, uh, we might might as well start with the team where the the Eagles season ended last year. The New Orleans Saints, who, uh, as far as I know, are still focusing the entirety of their energy on uh, complaining about a missed call. (laughs) Uh, The Saints, the irony, of course, to that being they finished last year 31st in the league in penalties called against. So, uh, meaning, meaning they were the the second least fewest. Yes. Oh, maybe the the second least penalized team. Yeah, sure. I think that's right. That is correct. Okay. Um, thank you, Zach. Last year, the Saints were, uh, fourth in offensive DVOA, eighth in defensive DVOA and ninth in special teams DVOA. Uh, they've been good on offense, Uh, For a long time, obviously. Two years ago, they were 31st in defensive DVOA, so they took a big jump. I'm sorry, that was three years ago. So they have taken a big jump recently. Uh, They have the 18th easiest strength of schedule this season, and they were uh, 6th luckiest uh, team last year in adjusted games lost. Uh, They have brought in uh, Nick Easton. To help replace Max Unger along with drafting Eric McCoy, they brought in Jared Cook, uh, a bunch of other slappies like Latavius Murray, Malcolm Brown, Mario Edwards, they drafted Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Richard Matthews, Sylvester Williams, they lost Unger, Mark Ingram, Alex Okafor, Ben Watson, Kurt Coleman, Uh, Sheldon Rankins, who suffered the same injury as Brandon Brooks in the same game, is still on PUP, so he is... Uh, some percentage of a man that Brandon Brooks is. Uh, Michael Thomas, is he still holding out? Has yes. he reported yet? He is still holding out, although I'm, I'm sure that he's going to come back at some point. Uh, I have them as the ninth oldest team last year in snap-adjusted age. And their over-under in Vegas on the season is ten and a half wins with a little bit of uh, of a tilt towards the under for the Benny Lions. National reporter, you take it away.
2: Well, I think they're still among the handful of favorites in the NFC. I think you just go Breeze, Kamara, Michael Thomas, good offensive line, Sean Payton. I mean, the most important thing is to be a good passing offense, and I don't think they're the deepest team. You know, if Kamara gets injured, if Michael Thomas gets injured, I think they don't have a lot of uh, other options. In the past, I feel like I've he, seen
1: a lot of like Latavius Murray fantasy buzz that he like. Yeah, I don't get Murray that in. guy. Yeah, I it
2: seems like a very mediocre. I don't know. I always yeah, thought yeah, he was I'm pretty not in mediocre. On that. Um, So I think their offense is going to be good, and that will put them in the mix. Some of the things you mentioned, you know, adjusted games lost, if they see some regression there. Uh, Their turnover margin was very good last year. If they see some regression there, maybe their defense isn't as good. Uh, You know, I don't think that they're like the far and away favorites in that division. Um, I think their over-under, did you say, was 10.5? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think if I were picking, I would probably take the under on that. Maybe they are a... 10-win team, the one stat I did like was since they, you know, this will make Giants fans feel happy, since they traded for Eli Apple, there was a 10-game stretch there to close out the season. They were 6th against the pass in defensive DVOA. So, uh, you know, I think he played pretty well for them. But as we know, defensive metrics don't carry usually from one season uh, to the other. So good team in the mix, high ceiling,
1: but I wouldn't... uh, Say they are without issues. Terrible leader of men as a coach who can't set an example of just trying to get over a loss. Like him and Matt Nagy have spent uh, all offseason just complaining about last year. Like let's 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 point the uh, point the arrow forward as a head coach. You know, that's how I feel.
0: Zach, I like the Saints (laughs) team a lot. Um, I I liked them going into last year. I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. And,
1: uh, so, are you joining as a, a plaintiff from that lawsuit? Oh, no, no,
0: no. Because I, I don't like that argument because they still had overtime. They like still they, got they, the ball they, first yeah, exactly. at home. Yeah, they still threw an, an interception. Yeah, in overtime. Yeah, so I'm not crying. I, I'm, I'm not crying about that one. But I really like some of the moves they made. Uh, Jared Cook, I, I think, is going to be a difference maker in that offense. I think that's a good fit for them. They haven't had a tight end like that since Jimmy Graham. They paid money to Kobe Fleener it did, it, it did not work out. I think Jared Cook is going to work out for them. I like that move. I think Marcus Davenport is going to take a big step up in year two. Oh, look at and you. And if you have Davenport and Cameron Jones... making Ford me look Cameron bad here. Uh,
1: this is it. Well, you guys might be switching jobs again soon.
0: <laughs> no, Please, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I agree that they can't withstand and, and now our injury, but there are, are a lot of teams yeah, where You're right, yeah, he, I mean, He's not someone who has this, this big injury history. Um, and I, I think the Michael, the Michael Thomas situation is going to be settled. Yeah, that there. doesn't uh, that so, wouldn't concern me. Uh, I mean, they have all the ingredients. Um, they have a great quarterback. who I don't see regression from. Um, I think
1: a little bit. I mean, he's still, he looked. He didn't look super great by the end of last year. Arm strength wise, he
2: had a bad uh, like a bad three game stretch there that was pretty ugly in the second half of the season, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. There's a lot of old guy quarterbacks. It's sort of yeah. you know a big uh, theme, and it just feels like even a little bit of a drop off from some of these guys. They're still really good. So
0: yeah, yeah. And then I mean, I think they have a head coach, despite what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
2: You and Bell agree there. And it's, yeah.
0: and it's a it's a tough place to to go and play. So if they have home field. Yeah um you know it, it's a big advantage uh so i i'm really will not it. be
1: opposed to a return trip to new orleans no not at all
0: mm-hmm.
1: um hopefully i would be uh less uh just bring your vomiting than last time i was there
2: you vomited how many places have you vomited <laughs> remember
1: in? i was like i was deathly ill uh yes I, I spent the entire time the second trip i spent the whole time in the uh, hotel room
2: your vomiting stories kind of blend together for me at this point I do
1: you know how many times I have uh, thrown up while driving a car while behind the wheel while yes
2: it's more than one twice <laughs> Ugh.
1: yeah True story.
0: I'm like Jerry Seinfeld here. I, I can't remember the last time. Oh, no, boy. I, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I,
1: you cannot be the Jewish Seinfeld. <laughs> that role no, is already taken.
0: No, we, no, you know the Seinfeld episode where yeah. he has the streak over. Right. Yeah, and I, I can't recall the, the last time that I that mm. I threw up. Uh-oh.
1: How about how about crying? Are you a crier?
0: I'm like a crier out of sadness. Not You know, like if something sad happens. Okay. To, but not like a crier out of pain.
1: What about what about like from a movie or a show? No,
0: not from a, a movie or a show.
1: You like, not moved to tears? No, like a like a,
0: a traumatic thing in my family or something. Well, like yeah,
1: that. okay. But that well, we don't have to dive
0: into yeah, that yeah, one. But. How that's about the
2: of it, how yeah. about a Tom Rinaldi piece on College
1: Game Day?
0: Oh uh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, it's a good a, one. A good father-son story. <laughs> Those are great. Yeah, yeah a good father-son, father-son story. You know
1: what uh, story made me cry the other day? The uh, the Kate Fagan uh, story in the Players Tribune about okay. her father. Did about you her see father that? Father
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No. that was a good one. Yeah, she did a good job writing that. Um, okay. Anything else on the uh, on the Saints and their uh, loathsome <laughs> head coach?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. Moving on. The Carolina Panthers. Uh, let's look at their uh, their football outsiders stuff uh, offense over the past three years eleventh last year seventeenth twenty fifth the year before that uh, defense all the way down to twenty second uh, on efficiency last year big drop off for a once vaunted defense seventh and tenth the year before that uh, they were they have the twenty second easiest schedule this year according to Warren Sharp so that means they have one of the harder Schedules, they were uh, unfortunate injury-wise last year, 26th in terms of um, adjusted games lost. They lost Thomas Davis, Devin Funches, Captain Munderland, Julius Peppers, brought in Gerald McCoy, Brian Burns was their first-round pick, Greg Little was their second-round pick, Will Greer they drafted to back up uh, Cam Newton, they added Chris Hogan, Bruce Irvin, and of course... Destiny Vio. they were the second oldest team in the, in the year in the league last year, according to snap weighted age. They're over under seven and a half this year, with a little bit uh, of the odds pointing towards the top. It's it's minus one sixty for the over, plus one forty for the under. And Shield now is an opportunity for you to sing the praises of your boy Norv Turner. I'm
2: just gonna lean into this bad boy. I think they are my favorite uh, under-the-radar Super Bowl bet mm-hmm.
1: in, all the, in all the you land. In the this in all the land. This is great. Uh, now, I couldn't have... I couldn't, uh, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you did the Panthers and the Vikings, that's how I'm hoping the, this works out for
2: you. Now, this depends, obviously, on the health of Cam Newton's right shoulder. I don't know if you saw it. There was the video circulating from camp of him. Throwing a nice bomb. If we see more of those, I will be totally all in on them. I mean, what happened last year was they were six and two. Kim Newton has an injured shoulder. He didn't complete a pass that traveled twenty five yards or more downfield. I think it was the last six games of the season. No quarterback threw downfield less than him, and this guy has an absolute cannon. And even with all that, they were 11th in offensive efficiency. He took fewer sacks than he ever does. They moved to this sort of get the ball out of his hands. Christian McCaffrey, uh, DJ Moore, friend of the pod.
1: DJ uh, Moore,
2: of course. Curtis Samuel. Uh, They have some nice options to build an offense like that. A lot of Curtis Samuel buzz this summer, I see. Go ahead. You combine that, and then if you can get the downfield passing attack going a little bit, they had the hardest uh, run game probably. Maybe the Ravens might challenge them for this this year, but uh, to prepare for because it has so much variety and so many designed runs with Cam Newton, so I think they're going to be good on that side of the ball. They drafted one of Burt's with friends' favorite prospects and Brian Burns uh, to play defensive, uh, oh, I guess it'll be outside linebacker. They're switching to the 3-4. Uh, Gerald McCoy, you know I'm a fan of his. Bruce Irvin. if you look at some of the advanced stats, can still get after the passer a little bit. So uh, I like their defensive line. They have questions. The secondary's not great. They have a question at one of the uh, safety spots. But, uh, man. It Why was
1: the defense so bad last year?
2: Well, Dante Jackson the one corner did not have a great year okay. uh, Mike Adams, uh, Martin Franks, one of his uh, mm. I think he, he's a yeah, Delaware he's guy right? Yeah, yeah. right uh he was not very good there you know and their pass rush was not as good or as talented I think as it is this year. So I think they've upgraded the talent on that side of the ball. I'm not sure they should have switched to a 3-4 to be uh it, it feels like a little bit of an overreaction given yeah. Ron Rivera's history, so maybe that'll end up uh haunting them but um, I like a lot about this team, and I think they can be a, a surprise team in the NFC. Uh,
1: my uh, one bit of uh, devil's advocate. I feel like uh, Christian McCaffrey got the ball too much last year.
2: No such thing. Christian McCaffrey is the... I, meaning
1: like, I feel like he's due for regression. He's, he's going to get injured. I don't know. He's
2: very... He's young. He should be in his prime. He's so good. He's the player who... We should have a name for this. The player who... Uh, is not good against the Eagles. He was once upon a time a grouse. But is unbelievable against everyone else. Right? Yeah. I mean, his numbers are crazy. Um, So, yeah. Anyway.
1: Mr. Berman?
0: I've I've seen a lot of Panthers in the past month uh, because I watched All or Nothing. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Which which was very well done. Yeah. Uh, Now, this is obviously a different Panthers team. Uh, I hear what Shield said, and you look at the defensive side of the ball... Um, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, I tend to like Atlanta more than Carolina. I know we're not talking about right. the Falcons today, but you know I, I can't like every team in the NFC South. Um, so I would say this is my third team in the South. Uh, but if they were in a different division, I would like them as a potential division champ because um, I am buying... The Cam Newton stock. I, I really like Christian McCaffrey. I think DJ Moore is better this year. I have a soft spot, as we've established, for players from Philly. Yeah, uh, he was
1: the official wide receiver prospect of Birds of Friends. Oh, very A nice. year and a half ago. Okay,
0: okay. He he would be on my All Philly team if I. If there I you go. You got to work on your All yeah. Philly team. Um, but I, I think the secondary is the big question there. They're really counting on Dante Jackson being better. Um, they have James Bradbury on one side. Eric Reed played really well yeah. uh, after they signed him, but he needs to continue, obviously, at, at that level. But it's it, it, if you look at just uh, can they rush the passer, can they protect the passer, uh, do they have a good passer, and I think they have those ingredients.
2: Did you like uh, – well, I want your takeaways from All or Nothing. Yeah, I'm, of I'm, of I'm on, like, stuff. episode four, so don't give away anything. But <laughs> the season already the playoffs, happened. You know? <laughs> uh, Cam Newton, Ron Rivera, did you? What stood out? Did you like them more or less after watching that? Was, Fewer. Uh, w- mm-hmm. Was there anybody else who you know you had a strong opinion about
0: in the show? I, I like I like Greg Olson in the show. Did, I, really? Yeah.
2: I If you wa- if Bo watches this, he is going to hate Greg Olson really? in the show. So you guys Well, he has one of my favorite <laughs> verses in Seventh
1: Floor Crew. Do you so. like Greg. Yeah. What you do? I just find Drop hell, he's, letters, he's, see he, about that Yeah, play. he's.
0: He's he's funny. He, yeah. he seems like a real person in the show. Um, I I'll say this, okay, because I, I I don't want to spoil it. But uh, you know, the year before was the Cowboys, and I watched right. the Cowboys. I didn't watch games. any of
1: that, and all I heard about so, was was Jason Garrett's clapping from you.
0: <laughs> so I watched the Cowboys Eagles games to try to glean insight on you know is there anything they were saying? Oh yeah. And you know they were they were real high on the Eagles that year. Obviously, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. But, um, but I was hoping for more from that Panthers-Eagles game. Yeah, because that was the, a crazy game. The Eric Reed malcolm Jenkins thing right. was such a big story. Yeah. You would think it'd be so rich in the show. Right. And it's just, it's not even in there. Really? So uh, that's that's my biggest uh, gripe with that episode. Okay. And I think that was episode four, right?
2: Yeah, it's the one I just, you just made me think of. That was so weird in that uh, Cowboy season where Doug Peterson says to Jason Garrett, as they meet at midfield, I'm going to call you about like the playoff opponents. Do you remember this? Uh, I the, This should needs yeah. to so, one of you has to like follow up on this this year. Don't give us work. You go read your North <laughs> yeah, Turner. Yeah, he <laughs> said he said to Jason Garrett like I I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going gonna, gonna to call you about uh, like playing one of these oh, teams in 17? the playoffs. No, week
0: 17. Yeah. Okay.
2: What the hell is Jason Garrett going to give him on when I don't know, but He's anyway. More
0: backup quarterbacks. You know yeah. Doing yeah, it for That's time. true. The code. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Cam Newton is just I mean I don't know if anyone told him that this was a show about the Panthers or if it was like a show on him because <laughs> okay. he's just yeah it's how about
1: that tailor. <laughs> you know, yeah. Tailor he's
2: knows. got a personal tailor, yeah. his outfits are on I have never
1: watched All or Nothing. Is it how yeah. different is it than Hard Knocks? It's, is it just it's pretty similar
2: except it's not just training camp. I
0: prefer it to Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and I I prefer it to Hard because I feel and and look, I'm I'm a hard knocks nut too. I mean I enjoy that. But I and I just feel a hard knocks nut. at this point. <laughs> it's it's like I'm it's, a hard it's, knocks nut. <laughs> they're filling, they're filling certain roles, like you know We're this guy. Good in yeah, day. this guy's the prankster. This guy's right. the long shot. Yeah, this, the tropes yeah. are very yeah. yeah. In in all or nothing, you you have like you don't know how the season's going to go. Right, you can pretty much predict for the most part how a training camp or preseason is going to go. That's true. You can't predict how a season's going to go. So there was, if you go back a few years ago to the Rams, all or nothing. Um, there's some very good Mike Rowe moments oh. uh, that uh, I, I watched. I watched it that right Some tiny little that moments summer. that give you a Yeah, to try to get some, some some insight in on it. And there was one time and it was very uh, it was very good camera work, very good editing, where you have Mike Rowe in the in the booth. He's the passing game coordinator at the right. time. And he says something to the effect of we need to make a quarterback change. You know, Jared Goff was on the bench, Case Keenan was the starter. And then they switched to the meeting where on, on Monday when Jeff Fisher's with the coaches and he's like we're sticking with Keenum. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so I just thought that they played off that pretty well. That's very funny. That's a good... At least he knew what was going on. That's right.
2: I thought Cam comes off as a, as a good leader uh, and sort of, uh, you know, he, he's obviously a alpha and that just like drips through every single scene he is... Uh, He's in there, so I enjoyed him. There wasn't a lot of uh, you could tell. Luke Kuechly was like, "I don't want to really be in the show."
0: There's but like, there's, there's a great Luke Kuechly scene where he's <laughs> yes. on the phone with Josh Norman and Josh. <laughs> oh, Norman, I did see this clip. Yeah, Josh said, "Is yeah. Olsen playing this weekend?" Yeah, and Kuechly was like, "No." <laughs> yeah.
1: And Dan's like, "What are you doing?" Him, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That <laughs> was awesome. Funny. It <laughs> seems like he might have uh, some issues with the wiring upstairs at this no. point of his career. It's had a lot of concussions. Yeah.
2: Well, tough kid. <laughs>
1: Moving on. Fun, fun blood sport that uh, that we cover. All right, last uh, but also least, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, fine on offense last year, 12th offensively, 11th and 19th the two years before that, but dead last on defense and dead last the year before. Uh, they were also bad on special teams. They have a tough schedule this year, 24th easiest. Uh, they were unlucky with injuries last year, the, the third unluckiest team, injury-wise.
2: Oh, really? I had them down as the worst.
1: There's a thing with Football Outsiders where they they had them as the worst and oh, then they, they re they readjusted, Come on. uh I believe. I'm
2: my spreadsheet here.
1: So they um, lost two uh, pillars of the team to the Philadelphia Eagles, Vinnie Curry and Deshaun Jackson, Quan Alexander, Gerald McCoy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They brought in... Uh, you know, they hire Bruce Arians. They bring in uh, Todd Bowles. And uh, to gift Bruce Arian They draft basically all defensive guys Devin White in the first Sean Bunting in the second uh, Mike Edwards in the third The safety from Kentucky They bring in Dominican Sue uh, They sign Shaq Barrett from the Broncos Dion Buchanan from the Cardinals They don't add much to the offense Except for Blaine Gabbert And uh, it is time for uh, Jameis Winston To continue to be bad the over-under for their wins in Vegas is 6.5, with uh, the odds tilting towards the under.
2: Well, the one sentence I wrote to sum them up is I think they are a GM and a quarterback away from being good. Well, so that doesn't bode great I for them. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I I think Jameis Winston his. How many wins are they going to be able to eat this year? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know his ag- I, I get that. <laughs> his aggressiveness all obviously fits with uh, with Bruce Arians, but he's just you know he's so mistake prone. I remember. Uh, but at least he's a good guy. My time in Seattle, they were you know getting ready to play the Bucks, and you know. They did not, like, they were just like, this guy will throw us, you know, he's going to throw us the ball at some point. We'll yeah. wait. We will uh, We will intercept him, and in that will be that. I mean, they have some talent on offense. Mike Evans, you know, Chris Godwin is my boy. Uh, O.J. Howard is very good when he's healthy. And so I think with Bruce Arians, the offense, uh, I think, will be certainly above league average. But I just think with Jameis Winston's uh being so prone to turnovers that it's not going to be good enough, and it's probably going to be pretty frustrating uh, for Arians to coach him defensively. Like you said, thirty second in DVOA uh, last year. I, you know, they, Todd Bowles should help. I would imagine. Signed Dayon Buchanan, who's played for him. Signed uh, drafted Devin White, Sean Bunting. Were you a Sean Bunting fan in this draft? I have no?
1: little opinion on Sean okay. Bunting. Okay, perfectly. Honest. But you have to give Jason Light credit. He drafted a twenty-five year old kicker. In the fifth round.
2: yeah, He's earned the benefit of the doubt. He's earned so the benefit of the doubt. On I'm not case, going to uh, yeah. <laughs> question him. Uh, turnovers, they also could see some uh, positive regression there. They were 31st in turnover margin last year, although a lot of that's just due to James Winston Yeah, turnover over.
1: margin. have them as a 22nd in uh, just takeaways.
2: So, uh, you know, I think they will... I think I could see them being like a scary team to gamble against. Like I could see them pulling out some unsuspecting wins and scoring like 35 points on a given week. Uh, overall, I think they'll be better than last year, but I don't see them. I would be surprised if they were threatening for a playoff. Start. Now,
1: I like a Bruce Arians.
2: I love a Bruce Arians. But
1: I do have to say that, you know, I, I'm not so sure I feel good about the guy who we saw just, you know, meandering about downtown Indianapolis in the middle of a day, looking like he was maybe lost.
2: Hey, uh, he had to he get the, the, the hell out of family. there with all the uh, NFL people. I respect it.
1: Well, I respect him getting out there by himself. I'm not so sure I respected him looking like he was, like, escaping the old person's home. <laughs> <laughs> One man's opinion. Zach? My,
0: all right, my opinion of the Bugs, uh, <laughs> first off, I will be a company man for a second. And say the athletic has outstanding fantasy football previews. And uh, but my my fantasy football sleeper, if you will, I don't know if it qualifies as a sleeper. I think OJ Howard's gonna have a huge year. Okay. Um, I, I really like OJ J.
2: Howard or Jared Cook.
0: OJ Howard.
1: Okay. I like an OJ Howard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think OJ Howard's
0: gonna have a really big year.
1: Uh, my issue. With Good the track Bucks, record of guys in the NFL named OJ too. OJ McDuffie. Uh,
0: are you going with? Are, are you getting OJ Simpson at some point? Oh, nice, that's man, that guy too. Okay. Yeah. Um, you you have questions about their backfield? Uh, Ronald Jones needs to start playing like a second round pick. Yeah. my biggest issue with this team is their pass rush. I don't feel they have the edge rushers that you need to be successful. Um, I, you know, I I think it's a pretty common thread. The best teams can get to the quarterback, and I don't think the Bucks get to the quarterback.
2: I think they have a yeah. I agree with that. I think they have among the worst defensive talent of any team in the league. I'll put the Giants probably below them. And There may be another team or two in there, but uh, yes, you just look at their depth charts. There's like three or four young players who you can talk yourself into eventually being good, but that's uh, that's about it. Jason Pierre-Paul, of course, is out till
1: mm-hmm.
2: November-ish. So
1: I'm a little I'm a little disappointed. You you had such a good line about them that it feels like it should have been my line. The uh, GM and a quarterback away from being a good team. That's good. At least you've been working on something. All these, all these. Past how many
2: wins uh, would they have to? How many games do they have to lose for Jason Light to be fired?
1: Sixteen. Feels that way sometimes. Okay, well, now let's close the segment with this. Of the three teams we just talked about, which bet would you be most? Would you put the most lettuce on? Uh, the Panthers seven and a half, the Saints ten and a half, and the Bucks six and a half. For me, it's the
2: Pan- Panthers over Panthers seven and a, is a half, half is like one of my favorite uh, favorite over unders in the league.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going Panthers over seven and a half too, uh, because even though I like the Saints a lot, if Drew Brees goes down, um, it's it's hard to get to 11 wins. So I'm going I'm going with the over on the Panthers.
1: Just to be different, I will take uh, I will take the under on the Bucks. Who is their backup quarterback? Then the, I might be The under Gabbard. on the you box Oh, huh? Blaine Gabbert That's yeah. right yeah. Okay All right, Mr. who What else do you have to talk about? I know uh, You must have been saving Some uh, real-life observations
2: I have podcast. one quick bird to flip And that will be all Then I need to uh, Go attend to some fatherly duties Okay Do you have water wings To return as well? <laughs> I, I have never heard them Called water wings I heard you guys saying that We're a floaties family You
1: are floaties You use the, the floaties That Zach was describing mm. From his halcyon childhood
2: yeah, but I've never heard them called water wings. But
1: they're two different things. Oh, they are? You didn't listen to his description. No, I did
2: the water... So the water wings connects in the back.
1: It goes over the whole we thing, right? s- We still call or those you floaties. You still call them floaties. Yeah,
2: we still call those floaties. Okay. Uh, my bird to flip. Uh, you know, I'm driving uh, Naya to a nice theater camp in Media. Nice. By the way, we could have had lunch in media when you're doing the oh, Brent, Brent Selleck story. Says, yeah, sure. I was a little bit offended, but we can get to that next podcast. Uh, driving night at theater camp, a lot, lot of stop signs you probably came across in media, right? Nice little town. <laughs> Four-way stop. I'm going straight. To my right is an uh, eight- or nine-year-old on a skateboard. He's got to cross the street. I respect the, the youth, you know, trying to get around the town. So I stop, it's, it's my turn, but I stop, I wave him, you know, go ahead, I want you to be safe. Somebody behind me honked me, because I was taking too long. Right. This was as close as I've ever gotten to getting out of the car and saying something to somebody. Was
1: the kid, did the kid, was the kid in the process of going?
2: Yeah, it was, I mean, right. it wasn't that long, like it was longer than if you do a regular stop sign and right. you go when it's your turn. I wait a little extra, I, weighed, I waved him along. And, and he so, was going. It he took went, him a second, right. yeah. but yeah, then he started going. And this person honked me. I mean, pathetic. And so totally I, really I rolled down my window. I didn't go yet, and I demonstratively point to the kid, say he's crossing. It. Right. <laughs> no, I know no one can see this. It's a podcast.
1: You, you, you sticked out. You stuck yeah. out your left hand, forcefully yeah. brought it across, and then forcefully up. up and then, yeah. Yeah. but no finger, no bird flip. Um, yeah,
2: I'm not a real life bird flip guy. I've never really understood it's that. It's tough. It's yeah, I don't do that. But it's
1: a little bit. It's a little bit tempting of the psychos, unfortunately. To, very much yes. So, yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, to that driver, I have
1: done it before. Don't get me wrong. But
2: I say to you, good hell!
1: <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> no, <Yes>. listen. <laughs>
0: for a whole new world here at these uh, we're going on to like an hour and a half <laughs>
2: Zach
1: looks so My exhausted life, like a, when something, I got a story after this when something like that happens uh, you know we were driving up at one point uh, we've been doing a lot of long drives th- this month and one of the ones it was like we were on uh, you know 76 like passing Maniunk it's like basically stop and go traffic and this woman behind me is like flashing her lights and like honking and getting like there's nowhere for me to go yeah. uh but so when something like that happens some kind of traffic some a very annoying driver rachel will say that she wishes that person will get pulled over for a ticket because that is the like the most and it'll ruin their day but it's not going to bring them uh physical harm
2: okay i can get behind that
1: yeah it's i mean i honking. might go a
2: little harsher but i can get behind that
1: that's all all right all right well zach any uh any final thoughts
0: I really enjoyed this. This was a. Hey, uh, I gotta get used to these marathon sessions. Um, I you know it's it's funny because I've, I've I've been a listener to the podcast, but I admit because I listen at 1.0 speed. Um, so we did get some, We did yeah. have
1: some uh, responses. Uh, yes, yeah. sometimes
0: daughter. I don't get to the end. Um, <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> uh, but I I will say that there have been many occasions during the past two years when. Um, Jeff, my my former colleague, still you know, still a colleague yes. of me, when we were waiting to do a podcast, yeah, and we that's were like, tough. we're like, what's going on? up You're going on? Yeah, uh, but now I that. see, but now I see how much fun. It I not that. Of, but now I see how much fun it is to be a part
1: of. it. Zach's one of the guys leaving like uh, uh, pseudonymous uh, comments on iTunes that we're not talking <laughs> about football? And he's, he's tired of the nonsense.
2: <laughs> well, I think given how much we've had to yell with this one mic setup, that we may be in for some. Uh, Comments when we go back downstairs.
0: Let's get a. Th- I can't wait for a third mic. It's it's, it's fun with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: let's order that bad boy. Let's do that. All uh, right. I mean, I'm not doing it, but. Well, yeah, I know it's... that's right.
1: All right. Well, uh, for Zach and Sheel, I am Bo. That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Zach and I will be back tomorrow. Two more practices before an off day on Friday. I think we're getting hitting again on Thursday, so that will be uh, interesting. And that's uh, that's all we got. So we will talk to you tomorrow. And as always. We love you.